When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You can't really see past now, like, Mm -hmm. or the moment. So it's not really staying present. It's really just like not. (laughs) Not. Not not having hope, <laughs> not, not having hope because it's not all bad. And I love being a mom. It's mm-hmm. just so like just understanding not being in a space of mind to understand that this is this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. I'm strong like my daddy. I'm Hercules. That's too deep. You sleep. You hopped over the fence. You sheep. You slept on me. My last album is weaponry. Hey, y'all. Hey, what's up? Hey, um, this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. We are your hosts talking about all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time. But mm-hmm. this episode is a mini episode. It is a mini. And I don't think we've released a lot of these publicly. So this is going to sound a little different because there's a little less structure at the beginning and just a whole bunch of meat and potatoes. Um, Yeah. So we, we actually did. We only posted one this year, I think. The Let's Not Fight one, which was really fun to do and got a lot of good feedback from y'all. Um, but yeah, so this is a bonus episode due to stuff we want to talk about as parents. Yeah. So this episode is called Parent Fog. And the backstory is, oh, wait, well, first let me say, minis are notoriously short. So we're just going to get straight to the point. Yes. And all of our minis are centered around our parent yes. struggles or things, just things that are going on we want to talk about yeah. concerning being parents. Yeah. Uh, okay so backstory is we were talking about this episode and like how to frame it in a way that you know y'all could relate but also didn't feel like you were hearing this for the 50 million time in your life as a podcast listener and we were thinking about how the fog has lifted kind of for us as parents or at least as as first-time parents to a live baby and I was thinking about how I always thought that I would always be in pain after the C-section mm-hmm. and after during the pregnancy, after the pregnancy, after the C-section. You were specifically talking about like that seventh, eighth, ninth month when you were just kind of over it. Yeah. But also after they cut me, yes. I just always thought that I was, I was like, oh, I'm always going to be in pain. <laughs> yeah, you were laughing at a joke uh, that your mom had told and you was like, and I I'm had always like, going to feel like my stomach going to fall. Yeah. Out like I had to like hold a pillow to me cause I was just cracking up. Um, everything was painful. Even y'all know that first poop as a new mom, they tell you to drink water, right? And you think you're drinking enough water. I didn't think you would say that. But it's so often it's like, I can't even poop. Like, I don't even want to do anything. You know, uh, I was the Drew had to sleep in a bassinet next to the bed because I couldn't have been down to the crib because of the cut. You know, it's just a whole bunch. And so, you know, it's Drew is 19 months now and we, I am not in any pain anymore and mm-hmm. Not not that same pain. Yeah. Things have changed. And so we want to talk about three things that have healed 
since time has passed and um and since drew gets to go away now every two weeks my mom keeps her for the weekend Mm -hmm. and that's been helping us out a lot mikey's mom keeps her when she's not working you know for a few hours and she gets to hang out with mikey's baby sister um, my sister-in-law who is nine and drew loves it and like now she's old enough to like be able to be with people we really trust. <laughs> yeah, this is our way of being because she's not in daycare anymore. Right, because um, of the pandemic. And so this is kind of, this is our setup. Before we get into the three things, I wanted to know if you had like a quick definition of what you would describe as parent fog. Oh, okay. Parent fog uh is for me it's like like your brain is like hazy. Like you can't really see past now, like mm-hmm. or the moment. So it's not really staying present. It's really just like not, <laughs> not, not, not having hope, <laughs> not, not having hope because it's not all bad. And I love being a mom. It's mm-hmm. just that parent fog is like, oh, I'm never going to not be tired again. I still haven't left that part, but like, I'm never not going to, mm. it's just like not really understanding that this really does pass. Lots of parents have told us that lots of parents know this, like that same feeling you get when your kid is not sleeping or your kid is not potty trained. That does eventually pass. Yeah. Kids don't always wear diapers. Nah, you know? and that helped like- <laughs> out. Like, there was a moment of panic, and I was like, shit, she just might not be potty trained till fifth grade. Because what 11-year-old is really going to pee on themselves? Like, I was but, like, you know, like, there's an end in sight. Yeah. So, like, just understanding, not being in a space of mind to understand that this is, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be okay, and don't be so hard on yourself. Or your baby. Yes. How about you? Um, so similar thing, um, just not being able to see through the trees. Yeah. Um, basically, you're so wrapped up in what is currently going on that it's like not suffocating, but you're being suffocated, surrounded by the fog of parent shit that you got to do. You actually forget that you are also like a woman. A person. You are also yeah. a man. You are also other things before you were this, but this is what you have to focus on. And maybe that's just more so a thing because this is our first child and we're still figuring this out together. And, you know, like. There are reasons for it, but yeah, it's just that that haze again of just being kind of one track minded and only focused on the parental side of the tasks that you have to do. Which I don't think is a bad thing, right? Like I don't babies either. don't ask to be here. But the thing about parent fog is like while there may be some pros, like because you're focused and locked in on your child, there are also some cons. Right. That will, like with anything, it's a two sided coin. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about some of the things that have gotten to heal since the fog has lifted. Yeah. So one of those three things is we have started rearranging the back cave. Yeah. Um. So that we're, we're we're calling this home healing because we moved in. If y'all heard the back cave episode, go back. I'll go back we'll the, link it in the show notes. I haven't heard it <laughs> since we recorded it. But <laughs> we got a whole. I remember when we moved. We got so much feedback. Um. <laughs> because it was a thing. But we call it the back cave because this is where all the magic happens, like for Batman. Mm-hmm. And Except we're not billionaire. No, that's where he plot and schemes and, you know. You know, makes shit happen. Yeah, he does his real work. So this is where we make things happen. And so, but when we moved in, we kind of just, we only rearranged once. I was nesting. And, like, we put all the stuff together and... (laughs) And the living room has been the same. Like the house I tried not to be irritated with you for that. Has been the same. Randy was nine months pregnant. I was very, I was very moving. I was moving moving bookshelves and couches and shit. I'm putting things together. (laughs) Mikey was knocked out. He woke up the whole house. (laughs) (laughs) Flipped. And Randy's not this type of person, so it was all just shocking. I thought we got robbed. I 
was like, well, my baby got to come home to something. And to we just, else. we never touched it. We moved the couch like a little bit away from the wall. Mm-hmm. But the house, the back cave looked exactly how it looked since we moved in December 2017, 18. Um, but since the parent fog has lifted and we can see clearer now, we're not high functioning, depressed, you know. Ooh, yeah, real quick. So part of the reason why it's been able to lift is because as we have grown and she gets older, some things just be- just get a little bit easier. Yeah. Um. So one of those things was, again, recognizing that, you know, you had to continue with therapy. Yeah. And so from Randy's therapy session, it actually inspired, hey, we should probably rearrange the house. My therapist has said something about. We were talking about metaphors and it was a house thing. And she was like, you know, how people never change the stuff in their house. And they have. And it just was like, that's I'm people. <laughs> You're not talking about <laughs> she people. She's talking, about, You're talking me. about me. She knows we haven't touched anything in this house and updated anything. And it's not functional. And now we have a walking toddler who wants to touch everything and eat everything. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we keep saying, no, 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 no. And it's not her fault. It's our fault because this house isn't functional. toddler ready it wasn't right it was ready from when you first it was ready for an infant was, yeah she couldn't move and lift up her damn head <laughs> but, but it's not ready right it's not ready for somebody who explores yeah and, and she does explore she's very curious um also that whole conversation led to another one you know where we were just kind of inspired again by our childhoods um because i remember growing up we rearranged the living room our bedrooms all the time mm-hmm. um Especially like when we had carpet cleaning. I don't know if it's a West Indian thing. Like at certain times of the year, you just you just you just start shifting stuff. Yeah. We had maybe it's the same space in the apartments that we lived in, but we probably had six different versions of a living room. Like in what kind of ways can you really shift a couch around to make like three like a whole bunch of different change. versions? But it does and mm-hmm. changes the mood, changes the flow, the feng shui, which we learned is spelled F E N G S H U I of like the home and so yeah, we have definitely had a home healing because of it. Yeah. The space is functional. We're doing room by room. Where we are now. Yeah. And we're we're only in process. Yeah. So we haven't finished, but just the living room and her own play space being set up. Our just bathroom. Kinda, our bathroom now. It's so nice. It is. Like we just, and we realize how much stuff we have, but like we haven't really bought a lot of things because we actually have stuff in the cut that mm-hmm. we that's just been like <laughs> still in still in boxes shame to say so yeah so that's one of the ways that we have been that the fog has like the fog lifting has inspired us mike did you have anything else to add for rearranging the house Nah, i just it's been nice it has it's i like i like building stuff with you like literally figuratively whatever so like whenever we get some like a piece of furniture because you actually care to like be a part of the process even if it's you just holding the instructions or like passing the the tools and stuff yeah like i just i just like like working on stuff with you, so we built some boxes, and it was a whole thing. And mounted and drilled, and yeah. So that was the first thing. The second thing is um, personal time, personal healing. Mike, you want to get into that for how you had some personal healing as the fog is lifted? Ooh, the personal healing again. So just because the fog is lifted, now we again have time to recognize what is going on. My my personal health has always been an issue. But it's always been a question, at least for me or from me, of, well, we ain't got no time. When are we going to have time? When can I do it? How? Mm-hmm. How, 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 how? Um, I have gone to the doctor's office. Yes, you have. I have gotten blood tests and a physical. And, and a I've been to the chiropractor. Tests. And I got adjustments multiple times. Your glasses. I've gotten new contacts. Mm-hmm. I've got, Like, the world is <laughs> <laughs> the world is opened up to me. And it's like... It's a whole new world. No pun yeah. intended. Like it's just, it's been, it's different. Um, because again, 
where we came from, especially when you were pregnant and then when she was first when she was first born to right now, it's night and day. Yeah. We are living completely differently than where we were before. And it seems like there's some type of balance happening, especially when we actually have time for the personal healing. Um, it's making me start to recognize that or just recognize what it is that I do need to do and be able to carve out time to do it. Yeah. Um, walks with grew to pick him back up. I'm actually been able to like work out, do a little bit more stretching. Like I'm, I'm taking better care of myself. I'm actually losing weight. Yeah. I ain't want to jinx it, but, um, slowly it's still, it's still falling off. Now I still need time to like work out and do some stuff outside and things like that, but it's been good. It has. I also, I got time at the gun range. Um, you've been cooking more, which has led me to have more time to like mess around with your job. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been able to work. It's just different. It is different. It's different. I've, I, it's just, uh, yeah. You actually have personal time. And mine is very similar. Like, I'd already started working out, and y'all know I'd already done, like, started the yoga practice, mm-hmm. which has been really great for my anxiety during this pandemic. But I've also come to realize that while I've been really stressed about you and Drew possibly getting sick and, like, your health and, like, hounding you about going to this the doctor. This sounds so familiar. I have, like, completely neglected, neglected myself. Yourself. And ah. going to these doctors and, you know, my annual and the dentist and my eyes. Like, now I need glasses. You Randy know? went to the optometrist. Yeah. Like, I had to go. First time in life. Go Right. For the first time in my life, as an adult at least. I mean, maybe my mom took us as kids. I know she took my sister because... She's she always been in glasses, but <laughs> she's always been in glasses, but I have no recollection of it. But I've, I've realized that like all this time pouring into y'all and the very same way that you pour into us, I've completely neglected my health there is and myself. such a thing as too much pouring. Yeah. And so that's really been a real eye opener to me. Like I was like, oh, you can die. Like, <laughs> but that's, like you uh, but keep worrying is, about everybody else. Telling me. But I, cause honestly, I just didn't f- find much value in like, me being Same. alive <laughs> so i'd rather randy that's not true I, I mean why why is not you you know that it's extremely important to a lot of people that you stay alive right yeah i do when you bring your child home for the first time you want a baby monitor you can trust when you choose stork you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You Why are you looking like at me? that? This is funny. But I didn't realize how much you I really didn't. Acting in accordance. Like, I didn't realize how much I didn't care about mm. if I lived. As long as you were taking care of y'all, stuff. as long as y'all were living and yeah, like okay, I, and I like Drew was fed, and that's not healthy. You, I know it's but not, but like no, now that the me. fog is lifted, I'm yeah. like, oh wait, honey, you have to. <laughs> 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 what Beyonce said, I have to mother myself, mm-hmm. and that's really been real eye opening for me. And I know that I've only been able to see clearly because the fog has lifted and things are different. Drew is getting older, 
she's just you know a little bit more independent than she was um we're not as poor and i'm not saying that loosely we was below <laughs> poverty level last year like you want to put the number out no there? i don't funny. just sure? <laughs> google georgia numbers for poverty line and it we are under 4, it <laughs> we are we were under it for a three family household and so like it was really bad actually we were under it for a single um, person household we were really but, it was yeah, really fine. bad um because we took risk and did the program when we moved here mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. we knew that there would be risk but i didn't realize the toll that it took on us and on me until two months ago <laughs> crazy so okay, I, so it's really helping me How you? <laughs> yeah it's been you i mean yeah i noticed you were getting heavier you know we knew why but i'm talking about me I know, I'm like just saying, yeah like, like i didn't like, notice like I said, I just thought this was my life. Oh, I'm always be in pain. Or, I'm, or this is going to always be this way until I realize it's not. So that's definitely how this time and, you know, Drew being able to spend more time with family members who are practicing COVID pr- protocols and who are very close to us and who we trust um, has helped me see that I really got to start pouring into myself for real because it's showing up in my charts and things and mm-hmm. it's just no good. So, yeah. So lastly, couple time we've healed, you know, time and drew being mm-hmm, babysat mm-hmm. has healed a couple times we've had sexual healing sexual healing um, as y'all know i've gotten off of birth control it's like month six and mm. it really was about trusting myself i have been tracking my cycles since i started having cycles i've been tracking our sex life since we started having sex i used to do it like manually like my mom found one of my old journals y'all it's been over a decade and of i my used life to <laughs> right here alerts and i am Fully locked in and linked in and synced up with so, uh, what is happening. Yeah. And so I realized that like, and also talking to other mom friends who have decided to also be on birth control, who are still, you know, one kid household. So mm-hmm. it's working, you know, but. Um, really quickly, would you advocate for that? Yeah, if you can do it. now. If you can, if you don't have to be. Yeah, I would. But also, I'm all pro birth control too. Mm-hmm. Like it worked till it didn't, you know, and. I was on it for a very long time, and I'm very happy that I was. <laughs> I'm not saying as a man, and I feel like I should clear this up, as a cis... Gender, hetero man. I'm sorry, cisgender, hetero man. I'm not saying what y'all need to do with y'all bodies. I have always noticed that you are just... You are better. You always say that. I'm always different when I'm... Yeah. Like, just health-wise, just the, just the effect that it has on you. I know that, because I have know a lot of women, I've grown up with a lot of women my entire life, and they use it for different reasons, whether it's regulating periods, whether it's... Like, it's just... it's There are other benefits for birth control. But I've been talking to some other husbands and they've expressed like, dog, she's just not really in the greatest mood and I'm not really sure what to like do. I'm like, well, are you trying to, are you creating a space for y'all to like get our birth control? Like one of the things that will affect that is, if it will affect her mood is, you know, birth control. Like, would you be willing to wear, wear condoms if it means like that, that, that she would be better off? Like, cause if so, maybe something that y'all might want to explore, like have that conversation. So when I bring it up, it's for your benefit, not for like, what do you mean? When I bring up like you take you stopping birth control, it was like that was really really great for you. Not because I want you to be no, I for brought it to you because you I was know, like hell no. Nah. Mike was like I don't want to wear no condoms. <laughs> I'm talking about when I bring it up now. When I'm talking about it now, I'm not saying it from the perspective of women shouldn't be on birth control. I'm oh. saying it from the perspective of it was really helpful for you. Yeah. And if somebody's listening to this and it might be helpful for you listening, maybe you should consider getting off of it. Yeah, I mean, I noticed a difference when we were trying for the first baby. Like I was like, oh. Huh. I hadn't realized well, that, every time you get off birth I hadn't realized the effect it was having on me, but now that I've like actually committed to tracking and things, um, it definitely has helped with libido. It definitely has helped my with my word. mood. Um and 
even with like weight loss or just feeling better, I hadn't realized the effect that it was having on me in like the other subtle ways. Um, because I just thought that was my life. Like I was just like, oh, this is yes. just life. And it wasn't having any like big detrimental effects. It wasn't no crazy acne. It wasn't like I was spotting every day. It wasn't like things it they tell you to look out mood. for. It was all like <laughs> other stuff that I wasn't aware was having an effect on me. So yeah. Um, but it was definitely a decision that I, that I came to and I brought to Mike and I was like, look, I really want to do this, but it's going to take both of us because I was like, look, as long as we're on the same page that you don't want to get knocked up right now. Right. Like I'll we going to really have to ain't no, but if it also in, means I'm getting more no. sex. So I get more sex. You're going to be in a better mood, but the only issue is I got to wear this condom bullshit. Right. And be conscious of my fertile days. Like I was like, look, we gonna have to do. It's gonna have to be a team effort <laughs> a because system. I am not ready for another baby. So like, once we had that conversation, it was great. Um, okay. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, that's yeah. Y'all do what y'all, y'all want. It's been but this a has lot been, of like, great, great for us. sex <laughs> over here because of the 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 lifting of the fog. And again, that's only possible because we have a village. Um, we have a support system and we have tried to figure out how we can use that to our advantage for the betterment of our family and ourselves. Um, I know that you thought for a long time that it was never going to change, but that's never the case. It always changes. And I think that's something for like all first time parents to know. I mean, people with kids longer than us, older than us have told us this, but it's very hard to see it and believe it when you in it. And I ain't necessarily believe it, but I'm such an optimist that I was just thinking that there was. I was just hoping, but it really does get better. Um, And like your heart may not look like what our heart looked like, but Mm -hmm. whatever your heart looks like, it will be it will eventually be okay. Eventually. Yeah. Like Eventually. the other day, Drew went to the bedroom and I'm like, girl, I'm tired of chasing you. Drew, come here. She ain't come here. I went in the room. She on, she in the bed under the cover. She's yeah. like, I'm going to lay down because I know that Every I Every once need. in a while, that's what she does. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> you know, you do. <laughs> you lay down if you want to, kid. But the anyway. thing is, that's only possible because we cleaned up the space. There's really yeah. nothing she can get into that would kill her at this point. So it's like, yeah, I guess go mess some shit up. Yeah. Anyway, y'all, engagement. What are some things you or your relationship have have healed from over time as a parent? Yes. Let us know. How'd you do it? What'd you do? Yeah. Shoot us an email at blackmailmare at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098. So. Closing it out. Hey, kid. Juby Drew, we love you very much. You are 19 months at the time of this recording, and we are so proud of you. You are such a light. And... You're just so tough and strong-willed. And, girl, you're going to get this potty training thing down. <laughs> By the time you hear this, you will have had a girl. And I love you. I love hey, you. kid. I'm super proud of you. As your mother said, this whole potty training thing has been a challenge. But I know that you're going to kill this shit like you kill everything else in your life. Um, you are excessive. You are a whole ball of energy that I love. You are the greatest baby in the world. And I love you so, so much. Thank you for putting up with me. All right. To invest in the show and support us and to get ad-free, exclusive, and extra content, head over to patreon.com slash Marriage. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is in Domino Sounds Network. We are now still available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all other major streaming services. And minor ones. Rate us five stars. If you enjoyed this episode. 
Be sure to check out our website at www.blackmillennialmarriage.com and follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapmans. Thank y'all again for listening. As always, be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. If you dig in what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it. I dig it. Dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Dig it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no upper, but none above it, I'm focused on what the funk is, don't know what's so fierce, I'm sipping time to At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.